So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you're having an amazing day. Today, we are talking about all things technology, social media, AI, and technological bonds, whatever the heck that means. You'll find out in a, in a couple minutes here. Uh, but really quick, just on point with this, I'll mention I am on Instagram, very active over there. And if you want to cater your algorithm to show you some useful content, then you might want to follow a page like mine because that's exactly what we do. Every single day we are posting, uh, we got stories up in there, we got videos, we got a little bit of everything, all designed to help you further your recovery journey. And as you're about to learn here in the next few minutes, following pages like mine gives the algorithm a chance or teaches the algorithm to show you other similar content that could further you in your goals and your endeavors. So shameless plug, Sathya Me Sam is the handle Link is in the show notes. Hope to see you over there. What I want to do today is just, this is really a much, a much more discussional podcast. I'm not taking a stance. I'm not answering a question, but I wanted to discuss some of the recent developments and some of the implications they have for you and I, and a little bit of a addition to my philosophy on social media as well. So I think I'm actually going to start with the the overarching concept of technological bonds and then we'll we'll see where that takes us. So you know the the thing that people don't talk about with technology is the the bonding component that takes place when you and I engage with it. And what I mean is that we get accustomed to something and we form a bond with it. So uh, let me ask you when was the last time you went to the bathroom and you didn't take your phone with you? <laughs> uh, would it feel weird? Like, what if what if you did? Would you would you feel totally at ease? No, you'd probably feel a little bit anxious. I, I learned this one in a really interesting way. When I was a youth pastor in like 2015, 2017, we had a rule with our youth, which was no cell phones while I'm talking. So like while we do the talk and we do the, you know, the exercise or whatever, no cell phones. And um, I would basically just say, put your cell phones away and listen. And it was super easy. Like everyone understood it. I didn't really have to push very hard. And it became such a cultural thing that even if there was some some student that was trying to rebel, the students would correct him. It was, it was awesome. It was actually really cool. So then I went about three and a half years, four years without speaking uh, because I was working in the executive offices of a church, more administrative, more behind the scenes. And I got a chance to speak. And I was speaking to adults now. I was speaking to a group of about a thousand people. And I started my message by saying, hey, uh, you know, um, there's a, I have a rule when I speak. I didn't quite present it this way, but I basically said, put your phones away um, for the next 20 minutes while we talk about this. That would really help me out, et cetera, et cetera. So I give the feedback or sorry, I, I give the instruction and then I'm going through the talk with, um, with Shiraz, who's someone we've been talking about on the podcast a bit lately. And I was asking for some feedback because he's a certified speaker and he's done, you know, just hundreds and hundreds of talks over the years. And he's kind of a student of it. So I wanted his feedback. And what he said is, he said, in, in 2015, sure, you could have done that. 
in today's age, you can't because it's such a source of anxiety for people to be apart from their phone. And when you disrupt them that way and you you separate them from their technology, sure, that's that's probably the, the right thing for them to do. They shouldn't be so attached. But because you've created anxiety in them and now you're about to talk about a really you know charged subject in pornography, well, you haven't really set them up to be receptive to your message. So very interesting feedback, very eye-opening for me and a great illustration of the bonds that we have formed with our technology that we don't even realize. I am trying really hard to friend zone my cell phone. <laughs> that's like, that's an episode right there, friend zone your cell phone. Um, because I don't want to be super dependent on it. And admittedly, I do take it with me when I go into the bathroom. But even right now at the time of this recording, it's behind me. I can't even I can't even access it. And that's by design so that when I'm working, it's not just within arm's reach. I actually have to get out of my chair to go grab it. And I'm trying to do little things like that to really stave off any kind of dependency on my cell phone. And it, it works, but I wish I was I still wish I was less dependent on it. So I'm gonna I wanted to start broad and and illustrate that we are all bonded to technology, whether we like it or not. Now, AI is really taking some of these dynamics to a whole nother level because there is such a personified element to AI that people are are maybe aware of and maybe not aware of. But you can you can talk to a lot of these AI programs, even if you think about Siri, you talk to it like it's a person. And well, that's all well and good, and I use Siri all the time. Um, the reality is a bond starts to get formed there. And now you're hearing about, you know, like these weird legal cases of people wanting to marry artificial intelligence and stuff like that. Like we have a whole big mess on our hand. And what I want to suggest to you guys is that it is not, it's not just that like, hey, you know, AI is a very powerful tool. We have to be careful with it. But what I'd like to suggest is if you're in recovery, it's not just that you you maybe be careful how you use these things because they could be triggering or they could be a gateway to slips and relapses. What I'd like to suggest at an even deeper fundamental level is that you have to make sure that you are not creating bonds with these technological devices because they will happen without you realizing it and they will for, uh, further your addiction. So we have to be incredibly careful with these things. Uh, we are beginning to use AI a little bit at in my business uh, with our work. And I am personally not interested myself in manning the AI. Now, that's for a couple of different reasons. It's not just because I don't want to bond or whatever, like create an unhealthy attachment to it. But it doesn't hurt because I think I think these things can become incredibly bonding in really bad ways. So that's what I wanted to ta talk about today on the AI side of things. There's so many other sides, which is like, you know, AI has so much potential. And obviously we know it's going to change the, the landscape of the porn industry. And I mean, pretty much every industry is going to be disrupted by AI when this thing really takes off. So yeah, we have to be incredibly careful. But what I wanted you guys to think about today as we're in the early stages is how, how are you connecting or how are you bonding slash engaging with the technology because that part is the most important part if there's no bond no attachment you're less likely to come back now where i want to land this plane is on social media something i've been talking about for a long time 
I think social media is very dangerous when you're in recovery because it is furthering the dopamine cycles that you are trying to uh, rewire or reroute. So I don't think social media really serves you any purposes. Now, at the same time, I think we can all agree it's pretty unrealistic to be completely void of social media. Although I have people in my life that do it. I guess it's they're just the minority. So it's definitely possible, but maybe it's not necessarily something that a majority of the population are doing. So the question then becomes, how do we use social media in a way that serves us or that's healthy? Well, number one, when you're in recovery, just quit social media anyway. That would be my first thing. But number two, the goal is not for you to like, okay, I'm going to quit social media now. I'm going to recover. And then I'm going to come back and use social media the way I always did. The real goal is that you quit social media, you recover, and then you figure out how do you integrate social media back into your life without it disrupting or interfering with the progress that you've made thus far. So for example, I, I, I did a couple social media fasts when I was addicted and, and sort of in recovery. They, they helped, they kind of, um, it was like, uh, a fast was kind of like five steps forward, two steps back. So I still, I still got a net positive gain, but it wasn't, it wasn't perfect. But the biggest change happened for me when I started to reduce my social media time because it forced me, it, it, it forced me to basically be intentional when I was on the platform. So there was no opening up the news feed and just mindlessly scrolling and clicking around. It was set up so that I had 10 minutes and I needed to get out of there before those 10 minutes were over. And I needed to make sure that all the stuff I actually wanted to get done was done because when my 10 minutes was up, it was up and there was no changing that. So that's an example where it's like the way the way this is integrated into my life is different. It's it's different. Now that was that actually happened before I got fully free. So it didn't quite happen in the order of like quit social media, recover, reintegrate. It it was sort of happened in conjunction with my recovery. But mark my words, without that adjustment to social media, it would have taken me way longer to recover because my brain would have rewired at a much slower rate. I would have been shooting myself in the foot by fueling some of those dopamine circuits. If you're going to integrate social media, so you're like, Sathya, I hear what you're saying. I don't, I don't want to quit social media altogether. I need it for my business or I just like it. I don't think it's really causing me much, much grief. Then what you need to do at the very least is leverage it to your advantage. And that's what you should be doing with AI and any other technology that you might be bonded to. We want to leverage these opportunities to our advantage. I use Siri all the time, not because I'm lonely, but Siri helps me add things to my calendar and my grocery list. She helps me set alarms and timers. Like I, I make use of Siri to further my productivity. And that's a great way of leveraging technology without necessarily forming some kind of bond to it. With social media, as I've been suggesting on the podcast this week, if you're going to use social media, then follow accounts that are going to further you some way or the other. And the algorithm will say, oh, wow, you know, so-and-so engages with uplifting content, Christian content, scriptural content, biblical content, recovery content, uh, personal development content, relationship content. And it's not just about what you follow. It's not just about what you click on. It's not just about what you comment or save or share. It's actually even about the amount of time you spend looking at posts. So 
if you have, let's say you follow five accounts that are all like very Christian in nature, quote unquote, and they're very healthy, wholesome content, and you follow one model that you find really attractive and you just haven't been able to let yourself unfollow that page. Well, if when you scroll through the feed, you're quickly scrolling through, you know, all the scripture stuff. But when there's the picture of the model, you stop even just for an extra second or two. The algorithm reads that and is going to send you more models. So it's not just that we change the, the pages we follow. We have to change the way that we engage with the platform to basically train it to work to our benefit. If you quickly scroll through the model, but you spend more time on the scriptures, the algorithm is going to play into that. So the good news here is we are not hopeless to the development of technology. In fact, we can grab it by the horns, take the reins, and actually leverage it and use it to our advantage for whatever our purposes may be. To quit porn, to become a better disciple or disciple and follower of Jesus Christ, to become a better husband in our marriages, a better father to our children, a better leader at work or whatever it might be. You can leverage these things and that's what I recommend doing if you're unwilling to completely get rid of it altogether. And the same is true for AI. Look at ways that you can leverage AI, not as a, as a place to go ask questions and have funny conversations, but how can you leverage that to be a better father, to be a better husband? How can you leverage it to further your faith journey? How can you make it or help it make you more productive? Like there's ways that we can harness the power of this technology and use it for our good so that we can further the kingdom of God in our endeavors. But you have to have that mentality. Otherwise, you will fall victim. You will fall prey. You will use these platforms the way everybody else uses them. And slowly, they will start to suck away your soul. And ultimately, they will hinder your goals and your development as a follower of Christ. So I hope this helps you guys today. Uh, like I said, if you want to be part of this cause, you can follow a page like mine, Sathya Me Sam. We post content every single day. Make sure you spend time on the content so that the algorithm reads it and we'll start to feed you more of it. Um, it links in the show notes. But in the meantime, go take care of yourselves. You guys are worth it. That's why we do episodes like this because I want to see you guys taking care of yourselves. I want to see you guys have healthy attachments, healthy relationships, and I want to see you leverage the heck out of some of these tools that are available to our uh, to us rather, so that we can further the purposes and the callings on our lives. So I hope you'll do exactly that. Much love to you all. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. It's Sathya again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon.
The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.